It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Washington Capitals 3-2 in overtime for the second consecutive game. The Golden Knights pull out an overtime victory. And to help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, we'll start with just uh, the fact that the Golden Knights are, are able to find a way to win. This was a game in which they trailed for the majority of it, yet still found themselves in a position to go out and, and take this game. And they did that. It, it speaks to a good team really finding their footing and being comfortable in different types of games. Yeah, it's like a pitcher who doesn't have his stuff but still finds a way to gut it out and pick up a win or get his team enough innings. Gary used the golf analogy of using every club in the bag with equal confidence. This team can win in different ways. Coming in, they, they should have won this game. The Capitals are mm-hmm. not quite as good as they had been. Uh, they're 5-4-1, so a decent start. But they played last night in Carolina, lost in a shootout, a game where they were shorthanded six times. Then you consider all the players who are absent. Carl Hagelin, Tom Wilson, Nick Backstrom, they've all been out the whole season. Then you throw in newcomer Connor Brown, former senator, plus T.J. Oshie and John Carlson, who were injured Saturday in Nashville. So that is a huge chunk. I mean, that's kind of like what the Knights were dealing with a good chunk of last year. Plus, Charlie Lindgren making his third start as a capital, first here at home, not Number one goalie, Darcy Kemper, who is among the league leaders in minutes and games played. So all of the things pointed toward a game that the Knights ought to win, even though they had traveled across the country. You don't just put up a white flag because you're flying five hours on an airplane the day before a game. Whoop-de-doo is kind of my thought on that. Go to the minor leagues where they play three games in three days and endure 10-hour bus rides in between all of them. So um, anyway, uh, that, that they found a way here is encouraging, uh, that they kind of rallied around Riley Smith's boarding uh, incident where Fayervari went after Smith uh, with the hit. They changed it from a major to a minor, which was probably the right call, but that doesn't take away the anger that Jonathan Marcheseau and others felt, so there was perhaps a rallying point there. Um, They did score a power play goal uh, roughly two or three minutes after that incident took place. Um, and then the Knights did create chances. They, they were not at their best. I think the Capitals know the kind of team that they are. They're not fast, so they're going to try to slow down the Knights in other ways and try to keep them at their speed and clog things up, smother them, challenge passes, force the Knights to make bad plays with the puck, and they did that. But, again, Vegas finds a way. This Carrier uh, scores the goal, but really William Carlson, a focused, mm. patient pass that was right where it needed to be. It was the best pass of the game. We pointed out how the passes were not on uh, the most crisp side of things, but that one was great, and Carrier made no mistake, and he's got two goals, and then Theodore and Eichel still on display in overtime. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned Jack Eichel now is uh, his fifth multi-point performance so far this season for the Vegas Golden Knights. He's over a point a game, 12 points in 11 games, and you know, we, we wondered what that overtime winner against Winnipeg would do for Jack Eichel and you give this guy time and space in the offensive zone you saw it on the power play goal everyone backing off Jack just rips a perfect shot and then the patience holding on to the puck creating a seam in a lane for Shea Theodore uh, again with a second game in a row this is the dynamic game-breaking ability of Jack Eichel yeah that you you summed it all up pretty pretty well right there Ryan I, I think that's exactly right 
And um, I've said this several times now. I said it to Ben Raby, the Capitals radio host. I think that Jack will make a run at 100 points. And, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's at 12 points in 11 games now. And I, I still don't think that he has been at his best. But before you get your best, you've got to have the confidence to believe that you can reach your best. I think he's getting closer and closer to that. I also will throw that in with regard to William Carlson on the pass that he makes. Mm -hmm. William is clearly more confident than we've seen him in a while. I I think that when Will Carlson is the confident kind of player that uh, we know he can be, he makes eye-popping plays, whether it's scoring a goal or making a pass like that. And I I think that is applying to to William as well. And, uh, you know, Shea scores the third goal by defenseman. Uh, he's got all three. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> is going to score one who's not named Shea Theodore on the blue line, but uh, they'll they'll take this one. I, I think that, you know, for Petrangelo, yeah, he's got the eight assists. You, you just figure that somebody, you know, Petrangelo is going to get one or somebody, McNabb has been close, and then that dam will break and those pucks will start dropping for those guys too. So, uh, yeah, there, there's, I think, something to be said for that confidence. Uh, and it applies individually, as you very well explained with regard to Eichel. It applies to some of the other guys, but I think it's increasingly impacting the team overall and parts of the team. Now, Dan, when you when you look at a 9-2-0 start, the, the best start through 11 games for the Golden Knights in their franchise history, like do you, do you pinpoint one specific thing, or has it been just kind of a, a, a sum of all parts for the Golden Knights? They're getting good goaltending when they need it. They're getting balanced scoring when they need it. The coaching is, is where it needs to be. Or is there something that you point to that says, okay, you know what, 9-2-0, I, I see that because of this. That's a great question. I asked a similar-sounding question to Bruce Cassidy on the pregame show today, and you might have heard. And I think that if there's something that you know he has talked about that needs to be improved, it's the special teams. They do give up a power play goal mm-hmm. today. They did score their seventh power play goal of the season. Last year, it took them 22 games to score. <laughs> you know, that many. So the point is they, uh, they are better in a lot of aspects, uh, and – I think that there's a lot to be encouraged about. So, what, you know, kind of a different way of answering your question is, what is something that applies to all aspects? And I think there's just a, a, a refreshed nature to the group. And, you know, just I sat with Alex Petrangelo and Alec Martinez in the dressing room for a while this morning. Uh, Alex Petrangelo was our guest. Um, you know, you heard the recorded portion of our conversation. But uh, those mm. those two defensemen and I chatted for a while. And it, it just was light and fresh and funny and positive. And, and, you know, we're, and I'm not saying they were even talking about hockey. Like, we weren't even talking about hockey so much. <laughs> it, it is just the, the mood with which this group is approaching things. Quite simply, Ryan, they're happy. And, uh, like, yeah. they're not tense. They're not gripping their sticks, to use the hockey cliche. There really is something for the atmosphere that has – evolved and you know there can be a variety of reasons for that you don't have injury problems you've got a new coach a fresh slate of a new season all of that and i do give bruce cassidy a good deal of credit because he's candid he does not waste time with mental gymnastics of trying to hide what we all see he simply describes how he sees it and puts things in perspective for us he's candid with us he's candid with the team i think that's refreshing and the team is responding very well to that All right, Dan, your final thoughts on this one before we turn our attention to Ottawa on Thursday. 
There's a great Italian restaurant in Ottawa that Shane Knighty discovered mm-hmm. years ago when he played there. There's not all that much happening in Canada where the arena is and where uh, we typically stay, but there is a very good Italian restaurant, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I will throw in a mention of the terrific Italian restaurant here in Washington, D.C., Philomena's. If you've ever been to D.C., mm-hmm. head to Georgetown, go to Philomena's. We went there during the Stanley Cup final. We wouldn't go last night because you need a whole day to recover from a meal at Philomena's. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my Great final stuff. thought. I guess, I guess I'm hungry, Ryan. There you go. Hey, you know what? You, you do you, Dan. Uh, great job tonight on the call. Uh, enjoy some great Italian food when you get to Ottawa, and we will chat with you on Thursday. Thanks, Ryan. Good night. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 3-2 overtime victory for the Vegas Golden Knights, who improved to 9-2-0 and on the year. 18 points in their first 11 games. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Washington Capitals 3-2 in overtime thanks to Shea Theodore's overtime game-winning goal. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. First period, Riley Smith took a a pretty nasty hit into the boards, left the ice, didn't return for the end of the first period, but got back into the game second period on. He looked fine. Uh, Something to keep an eye on over the next couple of games, certainly on this road trip, but right now everything looks to be okay for Riley Smith and the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's take a look look at the highlights in this game. And, you know, in in the pregame show, I, I spoke a lot about how important special teams would be in the game. Unfortunately for the Golden Knights, Brett Howden would take an early penalty, and the cap Capitals would open the scoring with a power play goal. Quick stick in front, they score! Marcus Johansson, his third goal, and the Capitals take a 1-0 lead. Power play goal, just their second shot of the game. Marcus Johansson, third of the year from Dylan Strom and Alex Ovechkin at 3.39 of the first period, made it one to nothing. Washington, again, a power play goal for the Capitals. And late in the period, the Capitals would take a penalty of their own, and the Golden Knights would return the favor as Jack Eichel ripped home his first power play goal of the year. 90 seconds to go on the power play. is now a shot. Score! Eichel from the right circle. The wrister well-placed inside the right post. Eichel ties the game 1-1. Jack Eichel's fifth of the year from Chandler Stevenson and Alex Petrangelo at 18.55 of the first period made it 1-1. That a power play goal for the Golden Knights. So we'd head to the second period, tied up at 1, and the Capitals came out, took the lead once again, just a minute in on Trevor Van Riemsdyk's first goal of the year. From the draw, a shot from out high gets tipped in. Van Riemsdyk shot it. It went off something and inside the left post. And the Capitals take a 2-1 lead a minute into period two. Trevor Van Riemsdyk, his first from Dylan Strome at 101 of the second period, made it 2-1 Washington. Then late in the period, Logan Thompson came up with our AAA insurance save of the game. Ovechkin toward Van Riemsdyk. Kuznetsov shoots and a save for Thompson. Very sharp angle. Thompson with the glove on his right hand makes the save. The puck was coming from his opposite side of the near the corner. 
AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. So we'd head to the third period, the Golden Knights trailing by just a goal. And with time winding down, the Golden Knights would once again find the equalizer as William Carlson feathered a great pass to Will Carrier, who tied the game. Quick up, Petrangelo shoots it off the high glass behind the goal. Knights do it in the middle of the shot, off the post and into the goal! That was on the tape. William Carrier finds the back of the net. Vegas ties it 2-2 with six minutes to play. Will Carrier's second of the year from William Carlson and Alex Petrangelo. 14-04, the third period ties the game at two. With time winding down, the Capitals thought they had won the game, but the last-ditch effort did not beat the Horn. Five seconds left. Capitals clear it out. Bouncing puck to the Knights line. Down to the final seconds towards the goal. They put it in, but it's after the horn. The crowd thinks that the Capitals have scored. They have not. The Capitals are celebrating, but meagerly so. The puck went in, but the horn had already sounded. So we would head to overtime, and for the second time in as many games, the Golden Knights would find themselves in a position to win it in extra time, and this time it was Jack Eichel setting up Shea Theodore for the game winner. Eichel looks to the back door. Theodore cutting. He scores! Eichel to Theodore. The Knights win it in overtime. 3-2 Vegas. Okay. Shea Theodore's third of the year from Jack Eichel and Alex Petrangelo at 135 of overtime would win the game for the Vegas Golden Knights. 3-2 Vegas improves to 9-2-0 for 18 points in 11 games. That's just a phenomenal record. It's the best record for the Golden Knights through the first 11 games of any season. And, you know, you, you look at this game top to bottom. It wasn't necessarily the best game from the Golden Knights this year. I'd make the argument that uh, from an offensive output perspective, it was probably one of their most quiet games of the year, yet they're still able to get to three. They're still able to hold the opposition to just two goals or less. And when you do that most nights, you're going to find victories. You're going to find wins, and that's exactly what happened for the Golden Knights. Now, I will say, Jack Eichel in overtime is almost unfair. It's almost unfair. Like You give this guy the puck. It's on his stick. And he's able to just use the time and space that's allowed to him, that's afforded to him. He's able to circle the wagon. He's able to find and, and delay and feathers that pass to Shea Theodore. It was just one of those things where it's not Jack scoring the goal in overtime, but it's Jack making the play. It's Jack drawing attention to himself. It's Jack finding the seam and putting it right where it needs to be for Shea Theodore to win the game. Uh, this is next-level stuff from Jack Eichel. 12 points in 11 games so far on the year for Jack. Five goals, seven assists. It's fairly balanced from, from an output perspective, like from a goals to assist to points perspective. It's a fairly balanced start to the year for Jack Eichel, and he's been as advertised for the Vegas Golden Knights. But one of the interesting things, and we're, you know, we're going to talk about this, right? Like Dan Duva even said it. It still feels like there's another gear for Jack. That's not to suggest that he has not played well so far. That's not to say that what you're getting out of Jack Eichel wouldn't be enough if this is what you're getting, but he can be even better, right? The pockets within a game where Jack can take over 
it, it's even better. So that's what you look at for the Golden Knights, top to bottom, 3-2 overtime victory. Great way to start the road trip for the Golden Knights. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Washington Capitals 3-2 in overtime. Vegas 9-2-0 so far on the year. So 18 points in their first 11 games of the year will next be in action on Thursday at 4 o'clock against the Ottawa Senators. And with tonight's Golden Knights win, you win as well. Enjoy 31% off menu price pizzas at Pizza Hut tomorrow using the code VGKWINS on PizzaHut.com. Let's do something we don't necessarily do too often here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. I'm going to throw out the phone number. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. Go ahead and give me a call. Let me know where you want to go, what you want to talk about uh, on this Golden Knights victory. It's 3-2 in overtime over the Washington Capitals. It's the start of a five-game road trip. And, you know, you, you look at road trips in, in a different viewpoint or with a different viewpoint different lens than you do games at home then you especially when it comes to a, a bit of a longer road trip and this is a bit of a longer road trip for the golden knights you've got five games in 10 days it's, it's an 11 day road trip all of that so you're playing a lot of hockey almost every other day and then you've got five games with which to work if you're the golden knights for for me i look at how the golden knights started the year I look at this team and, and, and how they've been playing. They've been good, very, very good, especially playing to their identity. And, and that's the piece for me that's really important. Now, it's when the Golden Knights find victories when maybe the identity isn't there in full, right? Like, this is a team that if they score first, they're going to be awful hard to beat. They didn't score first tonight. In fact, they had to come back twice in the game just to get it to overtime. So you like the resolve that the Golden Knights are showing there. You like the fact that they're able to pick up wins in different ways. It's not always going to be an easy night. It's not always going to be a game in which you can play to your identity for 60 minutes. You've got to be able to handle those moments where you just don't have it. And tonight, to me, was one of those games where the Golden Knights didn't have their best stuff. They didn't have their best game. So you know, I look at it in that regard and I say, okay, listen. You find that victory, this team should be picking up more than six points on this road trip. Because that's where my expectations are based on how the Golden Knights have opened up the season and how they've played. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, how you doing? All right, Jennifer, uh, let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? Hi, um, how are you doing, Ryan? I'm good, how are you? I'm great. So uh, that was a really intense game, very close. But what I was really happy to see was that not once, but twice, when Logan Thompson held them to a one-goal deficit, the Knights were able to come back and get that goal to tie it and eventually force overtime. And, of course, you know, you'd rather see it be won in regulation, but especially against an Eastern Conference team, if you're going to give away the loser point, that's the conference to give it to. And, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm just glad that they were able to hang in there and get that point back for LT because the last two games, the only two games that we've lost, 
he was able to hold it to a one-goal deficit, and they weren't quite able to capitalize it so on it. So to see them do that today against the Caps was awesome. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because you kind of look at this game against Washington, the game against Colorado, and the game against Calgary as being similar, right? Like a game in which the Golden Knights didn't really have their best game, and yet they find a way to get points, collect points. I mean, the, to me, that's showing a team that's growing into themselves. Yeah, and again, like you said, this really wasn't their best game. And just getting into OT, it was like, hey, we're getting at least a point out of that. It feels a little bit like stealing a point. But they, you know, it, it's good to see that even when we're not getting the absolute best effort that is possible out there, they're still putting in the effort and still, you know, fighting back to get those points. Yeah, you know what, Stephanie, thank you for the call. It, it, you you want to be able to be in games, whether you're playing well or not, whether you're you're able to implement what you want to do more than the other team or whether you're getting uh, you're kind of having to deal with and, and react to what the other team is putting on you. You want to be able to at least give yourself a chance and the Golden Knights through 60 minutes were able to do that and then they took it over where the high skill really does come into play. Uh, let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey Mike, how you doing? Well, first of all, bless good health because without it, you're a different team and we're showing that now and you can take this back to the summer when Kelly McCrimmon had to make a very critical decision. He had to say to the fan base, who was highly critical of things that he was doing, let's get rid of Max Pacioretty. I don't want to, but if we're going to sign Riley Smith, we have to do something. And it was a tough call. And it's still going to be a tough call because Max could contribute to this team without a doubt. But I think he made the right call. And I think people need to remember that, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a heck of a tough, gutsy move to do what he did. So having I mean, said it, that, it was, I want to, what's it, that? It, it, yeah, it was, it was Mike, but I, you know, I, I think that you, you have an opportunity to, to bring back Riley Smith, a player that, you know, has, has been here since day one and you can kind of work that contract in the, the, the best way possible. And in, in, you, you know, you're moving on from a player, on an expiring contract, I, I, it, it was a very logical decision for Kelly McCrimmon to go that direction. And, you know, it, it's one that certainly panned out early on in the year, and we'll see how it continues to pay dividends over the course of the final uh, 71 games. Yeah, we will. Obviously, the day ain't over, as they say. But it just was mm-hmm. the kind of thing that Kelly gets criticized for that he shouldn't be because it is a mm-hmm. tough situation. Now, yep. in, the, in terms of road games, I want to ask you quickly about that. When you have the last, the last change, uh, mm-hmm. is the early part of the game, the early part of a period, is that an ad- advantage to a home team since they scored both of their goals within three minutes of the period? Is that an advantage to the home team? I mean, I think it would probably be more an advantage on the the second goal in the second period because it came in within that first minute of the period. But that was off of a, a face off where, you know, the Golden Knights can can reset and get who they want out there. I mean, it's always an advantage to the home team if you play your matchups right. So, um, thanks, Mike, for the call. I, I early on in the period, like I, I I think if you jump a team or you're able to to get a a, a favorable matchup and win that within the first. 10, 15, 20 seconds of the of the period, then yeah. But like once you get into kind of moving moving into the next shift or next two or three shifts, I think that that kind of goes away. We still got more to come here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. 
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Post Game Show, the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Washington Capitals 3-2 in overtime, thanks to Shea Theodore's overtime winner, a two-point performance from Jack Eichel, and a three-assist night for Alex Petrangelo. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. Uh, pretty simple one. The Golden Knights found themselves behind early in the first period. They come back from that. They find themselves behind early in the second period. They come back from that. And then it's skill on display in overtime. Jack Eichel taking over just like he did on Sunday against the Jets, finding a perfect seam, a perfect pass to Shea Theodore for the overtime winner. And that improves Vegas to 9-2-0 and on the year. 18 points out of a possible 22. And the next game for the Vegas Golden Knights will be Thursday at 4 o'clock against the Ottawa Senators. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's fill up the phone lines right now. I want to know what, in your opinion, has led to one of the best starts in Golden Knights franchise history. Through their first 11 games, this team is 9-2-0. Unlike anything we've seen really from this Golden Knights team, they are in every game, they are expecting to win every game, and they look like they're going to do that. 702-876-1340, it's your post-game show. Give me a call right now. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Steven. Hey, Steven, how you doing? Well, Ryan, after a win like that against the Washington Capitals, I am absolutely elated right now. It's great that we beat the Washington Capitals. So... What uh, I, tonight, t- in my opinion, wasn't the Golden Knights' best game of the year, but they still find two points. What's the most impressive part uh, of Vegas being able to find a victory here tonight? Well, for for starters, the defense continues to play outstanding. Uh, kind of like what the Capitals were doing to us tonight with the great defensive sticks. I think we were limiting their chances quite well tonight, and. It's kind of a theme throughout the season. They they've just been defensively very sound. They've they've helped Logan Thompson in the crease as well. They entail in the crease very well, and mm-hmm. they're just finding ways to win uh, defensively. Uh, albeit not scoring like a ton of points like some other teams in the league are. That too because of their defense. So. We're looking at a five-game road trip. They've got Ottawa, Montreal, Toronto, and Buffalo. Those are the remaining games here. You got two out of a possible ten points. Your expectation? What are you expecting from this team for points on this road trip out of ten? So, I would like to see an even split at the worst. I think this team is very much capable of going over that. Starting mm-hmm. off in Washington, being the two, they're off to a great start in that already. Um, Anything less than that even split through five games, I think, would be bad for the team. But I, I don't think we'll have to worry about that. This team is playing amazing hockey. They should be able to at least get um, six points at the very least. But my fair minimum expectation is uh, five points. All right, Stephen. Thanks for the call. I, I'm right there with you in that the most teams want to go 500 on the road which makes sense. You're not in your own building. You don't have last change. 
I know why that's kind of the benchmark that you're that you're reaching for. However, in my estimation right now with this team, the way that they are playing, the way that they're finding two points on a consistent basis, even when they don't have their best game, I think you're you're looking at six, seven, seven, eight. Like that's really where I think this Golden Knights team can go on this road trip. So it'll be interesting to see how they follow up their performance uh, uh, on Thursday against Ottawa because while you still get two points out of this one, I do think there are teachable moments for Bruce Cassidy and the Golden Knights. And it, to be able to pull that from a victory is is really good stuff, important stuff, potent stuff for the Golden Knights. 702-876-1340. It's your post-game show. Dial me up right now. Let's talk about a 9-2-0 Vegas Golden Knights team and head back out to the phone lines to bring in Sal. Hey, Sal, how you doing? Feeling great. Um, it's great to win on not your best day, and it's great mm-hmm. to get a comeback win. Um, you see it every year. The team that... that tends to be at the top of the standings when it comes from come from behind wins, usually has a deep run in the postseason. And when you do it early, like we have in two or three games already this year, it's contagious and it really boosts the morale, I think. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, you have to feel confident in your ability to win in, in any way because there, there are going to be nights where you don't have it. There are going to be nights where you're playing an opponent that, that's just kind of in a groove and, and they're they're hitting their stride, whatever it may be. And you've got to be able to, to find a way to win, like especially when you talk about the playoffs and you're going a little bit deeper there. So I think your point's well taken, Sal, and a really astute one at that in that you have to be comfortable in games where you're trailing because you've still got to stick with your system and your game and not push and not press and not open things up to allow yourself to come back from just one goal down instead of two or three that, that usually tends to happen when you make mistakes. Uh, Sal, how many points are you looking for on this road trip? Um, I would say seven or eight. I know that's optimistic and greedy. I'm not impressed. I mean, this is looking towards the end of it. I'm not impressed at all with Buffalo. I thought they were a good team. I've watched them like three games recently. I'm not impressed by them, but that that's for another day. Um, I'm looking forward most to the Montreal game and the Buffalo game, but I want to see mm-hmm. us take it to, to a team that, that knocked us out two years ago and, I, and, and gain the edge against Montreal on the road, a place that we haven't done great in overall. So I'm All looking right. forward to that. I want to see seven, eight points. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not uh, urgent, but I love where this team's going. I feel so different about this team. This is how I felt about the team in the beginning of the year last year when I had high hopes, but um, the coaching staff definitely seems to know what they're doing, and uh, they're only going to get better. All right, great stuff. Thanks for the call, Sal. 702-876-1340, looking for seven or eight points. Uh, Mention the word greedy. That's what the Golden Knights should be right now. Uh, You know how quickly things can change over the course of a season, and to me, the more points you bank right now when you're playing well and finding your game more often than not, uh, the better off it is and a lot of the pressure it takes off you over the course of the remainder of the season. So I, th- I say be as greedy as you want to be, as you possibly can be on these road trips. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Joe. Hey, Joe, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, I just wanted to talk about this uh, start they've they've had. I think it's been uh, pretty good, and I think... The reason they're having such a good start is because I think not making the playoffs last year was mm-hmm. the best thing for them this year because coming coming into the 
to the preseason, you know, they didn't have as many expectations as they did in the past years. So I think a lot of the pressure is not on them. It's all on Calgary, Edmonton, and even L.A. You know, everyone was talking about those teams in the West. And, you know, we'll, we'll see if Vegas makes the playoffs. And I think that's helped this team a lot. Yeah, you know, I, that's a really interesting point. I, I think just being able to rest and recover for a team that, you know, for four and a half years played a ton of hockey, that's probably uh, the way that I would lean to it too. But how much does this start then put pressure on the Golden Knights? Because you know, as much as you kind of go into the season, maybe absent of expectations, right now you're 9-2-0, and one of the best records in hockey. Does that put the pressure right back on this team? Um. I think we have to see for when they start, you know, facing teams like Colorado, Calgary, uh, you know, and teams in the East that, you know, like the Tampas, the the real upper echelon teams. And if they're pulling off victories against these teams, I think that's going to add a lot of pressure because now they're going to go, okay, yeah, we can hang with the, the top dogs in the league. And yeah. I think that's going to add pressure to them if they are able to pull out those victories. Yeah, great. I, I'm right there with you. Anything else you got for me, Joe? No, I, well, I did have a question for you. I, okay. I'm very surprised about the, the the start of the goaltenders. You know, there was a, like, we, we thought Thompson was going to be good, and he is being good. He'll kind of, like, was just like a, you know, a last-minute replacement, and he's playing unbelievable. And I wanted to ask you, is it is it them playing unbelievable, or is it, you know, the defense they have in front of them, like Perangelo, that kind of helps them out a little bit too? Yeah, you know what, Joe, it's a great question. Thank you for the call. I, I think it's a product of, of both. I think your goaltenders right now are, are giving you the saves that they're supposed to make. And when you're a team in the Golden Knights that's not giving up a lot of quality scoring chances against, it becomes, I think, a bit easier for goaltenders to settle into what they need to do. Let's take tonight, for example. The Golden Knights, at at, at even strength, 5-on-5, five five, over the course of 60 minutes, did only gave up four high-danger scoring chances. It wouldn't be uncommon for the Golden Knights last year to give up four, five, or six high-danger chances in a period, let alone a game. So it... it, it it's a combination of the defense in front of them in Bruce Cassidy's system, taking away, eliminating a lot of the dangerous chances, but you still need your goaltenders to make the saves they're supposed to make. And by and large, uh, Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill, to this point, they have made all of those saves. Let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Chris. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good. What do you got for me, Chris? Well, so I think first and foremost, the, the biggest thing that this year has brought is a uh, lack of drama. And I think they needed a break from the high that they had the first couple seasons, obviously going to the cup the first year, um, the whirlwind of how the Knights kind of solidified the city and how quickly they did. They were kind of on a high for those first couple seasons. I think Bruce Cassidy is a no-nonsense, no-drama coach. And I think not having the goaltending issues and all the outside influence has really just kind of said, all right, New team, 
new methodology. Let's go to work. Let's play a system. And regardless of a, a game and where they're at, you know, they, they just keep playing to their strengths. And I think uh, that was one thing that Cassidy was so successful in Boston is that they just played a system and everybody bought in and they just grinded it out. And they did really well with that. And I think uh, it's nice to have a coach that's just like, don't worry about the drama. Get everything out the way where patients are not what they have in, you know, just play. Um, and I think they're really starting to gel. And the guys that you're expecting to kind of step up and fill those roles and be those star guys are doing that more consistently with each other while everybody else is stepping their game up and flourishing. Carrier and Colasar, and they're just, they're all flourishing and gelling right at the right time early. Uh, but it, it looks to be more uh, uh, longevity driven and not just, you know, a short spurt and then having a, uh, some sort of break in the middle. Yeah, so when you when you look at this uh, five-game road trip, Chris, they've already got two out of possible ten points. How many points do you want? Uh, I, I'd be happy if they if they get another, you know, six or seven. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think they need to go out and win them all. Uh, I think they just need to keep playing their game, and they're, they're, they're playing steadfast. And, um, you know, they, they just, just do what they're doing. They, they got behind. They tied it up tonight. They got behind again. They tied it up. And then, you know, they almost lost it there at the end. Obviously, that was after the buzzer. Uh, but, you know, even then, that could have put them on their heels, and they just stuck with it, and they play hockey. And it's nice to see that Eichel coming in and, and uh, all the doubts and all the worries that people had about him being, you know, past his prime or not living up to his prime. He's just playing hockey again, and I think that's going to uh, invigorate the rest of the team uh, to do the same. All right, great stuff, Chris. Thanks for the call. Make sure you call again as we do this after every single Golden Knight game 702-876-1340 it's your post game show i want to know how many points you want from the golden knights on this five game road trip there's eight more up for grabs for the vegas golden knights they've already got two out of a possible 10 so give me a call right now 702-876-1340 let's talk about that on the other side of the break it's the extended post game show fox sports las vegas back to your calls on the extended vegas golden knights post game show here's ryan wallace Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 702-876-1340 is the number. I threw out the question to you. You still have time to give me a call and let me know. There are 10 possible points on this road trip for the Vegas Golden Knights. They've already got two of those 10 points banked. How many points would you be happy with? for this Golden Knights team over the course of the next five games, four games now? Uh, You look at the road trip. It's Ottawa. Next, and then Montreal, Toronto, and you finish with Buffalo. You finish with Buffalo. Like, okay, I look at this and I say, the Washington Capitals, this game tonight, it, this is this is what should have happened for the Golden Knights. Whether it was a 3-2, 4-2, whatever it is, this should have been the outcome from this game. The Golden Knights came in on an absolute heater, on an absolute tear. They've been fantastic to start the year. Washington has been a bit middling. They're injured. They're depleted. For the Golden Knights to truly ascend to the status they want to be this year, and that is world beaters, that is a team that should be considered among the very best in the league, a team that wants to be legitimate Stanley Cup contenders again, You have to win these games against the Washington Capitals when they're depleted and they're not playing particularly well, and it's three and four nights for them, and it's the second half of a back-to-back with travel from Carolina to Washington, and the Golden Knights did that. Is it their best game? Not not quite. 
not even close. But was it a game good enough to get you two points? Yeah, absolutely. Did you? Did, and so those are the games where the Golden Knights need to really shine. Against Ottawa. This is an Ottawa Senators team that's improved, in my opinion. I think that they are better. However, they're without Josh Norris, their number one center iceman. That's going to be a big hurdle for the Senators to continue to climb out of. The Golden Knights will be heavily favored against Ottawa. They will be heavily favored against Montreal. I think you, you look at you know the game against Toronto, maybe it's a pick but the Golden Knights were absolutely able to dismantle the Toronto Maple Leafs already this year. And I don't think that the turmoil in Toronto will be sorted out by the time these two teams meet next week. I really don't. So for the Golden Knights, like you look at all of the games on this road trip and you don't want to count your wins before they 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 actually materialize, but it sets up pretty well for the Golden Knights even with the travel, even with the fact that it's a five-game road trip over the course of 11 days. Like I think that they they should be at least six out of a possible 10 points. That, to me, is their floor in this. Now, things can happen for sure. There are, there's stuff that's outside of your control. That happens. I get all that. But the fact of the matter is, if everything's being equal here, and the Golden Knights go through this, this road trip playing the same lineup night in and night out. You've got Logan Thompson, you've got Aiden Hill, and you're getting the exact same goaltending and the exact same defensive performances that you're getting on a night-to-night basis. This team should pick up at least six out of a possible ten points. And I would argue that you look more at seven, eight, somewhere in that range. And if the Golden Knights are able to do that coming home, then you're you're starting to talk about this team in a very different way than the hockey world has talked about them going into the season. You're starting to talk about Vegas, legit Stanley Cup contender. You're, you're starting to talk about Vegas and where they sit in the standings this year as one of the best, if not the best team in the league, at least to start the year. And it's amazing how quickly the narrative can change, just like it changed last year for the Golden Knights in the wrong direction because of injuries. So just goes to show you that when you are dealing with stuff that can deflate you and not allow you to grow within your game, it becomes harder and harder and harder to find wins, to string streaks together. The Golden Knights already this year have equaled their longest winning streak that they had last year, and we're only 11 games in. This team, it's turning it on. It's back in a big way, and it'll be interesting to see how they continue that over the course of this road trip. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Washington Capitals 3-2 in overtime. Vegas improves to 9-2-0 on the year. 18 points for the Vegas Golden Knights, one of two teams two teams with 18 points so far on the year. The Boston Bruins just complete the comeback and beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 6-5 to in overtime. So the Bruins, 18 points. Vegas, 18 points. Those are the two teams in the league right now with that many points through their first 10 or 11 
games. The Vegas Golden Knights are next in action on Thursday at 4 o'clock against the Ottawa Senators. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for making sure everything sounds great and going on over the air. Thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your post-game show. It is not as much fun without your input. So please keep the calls coming until Thursday. Have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas.